Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. So I have a riddle for you. This is a lot of fun, guys. So what am I? I can make you feel so good, but no one has ever seen me. I don't exist until you bring me to life. You can't focus on me. I'm a side effect of something else. My positive effects are directly connected to the amount of effort you put into your life. I'm connected to hope, but I am not hope. I'm available to anyone, anywhere, anytime. And I'm also baked into the ever-changing world around you. What I'm created around has the possibility to disappoint, but I, I have never disappointed anyone. What am I? I'm your anticipation. Think about it. Anticipation has never disappointed anyone. And a lot of times it's the anticipation of looking forward to something that is even more fun and exhilarating than the actual event. Think of Christmas Day, right? I mean, we look forward to it for an entire month. Some people look forward to it like six months, like my wife. Oh, my God. And she looks forward to it and puts up the trees, and it's the anticipation of the magic of the moment. Man, imagine using anticipation to propel your life to where you want it to go. The level of your anticipation and excitement for life, it is directly connected to the goals you set for your life. If you're not looking forward to something, give yourself something to look forward to. Set a goal, write it down, put it on the wall and read it every single day and anticipate the outcome. People that live without small goals, big goals, medium goals, all different size goals, they live without anticipation. Because anticipation is looking forward to something. And guys, when we were children, we all anticipated. We, every one of us did. We anticipated our birthdays, Christmas, fun things to look forward to. And when you think about it, even wisdom consists of anticipation of consequences. Can I say it again? Ralph looked up. When you think about it, even wisdom is made up of anticipation of a consequence. Makes sense, right? I chose this topic today because of a conversation I had with Maggie this morning in the car. <laughs> oh my God, it was so good, guys. She asked me, she goes, Dad, how old do you need to be to buy a car? And I almost said 16. It, was, I, it almost came out of my mouth. I looked in the rear mirror and I go, well, I go, well, wait a minute. And I go, Maggie, you can buy a car right now. She goes, you should have seen her eyes light up. She, she goes, are you serious? I, right now? I go, There's no rules to this. You, you're sure? You can buy a car right now. You could be any age to buy a car. You need to have a driver's license to be on the road with it, but you can buy a car right now. Her anticipation went to the roof, guys. I mean, she was just beaming back there going, oh my gosh. And I go, and I go Maggie, you know how you make your scarves and you sell your scarves? You can turn your scarves into a car if you want to. She's going, oh my gosh. She goes, I need to get busy. Guess what she did later that night? Comes home and there's a whole basket of scarves in the, in the house. But it's her anticipation. And I want to encourage my children. Look forward to everything. Set goals. Anticipate. The positive anticipation of looking forward to things is a lot of times more exciting than the actual thing. Because I can tell you, Maggie will look forward to saving up the money and making it happen to buy a car. But I bet you when she gets that car, it'll wear off pretty quick. But the anticipation stayed exciting the whole time. 
You can make your life exponentially more exciting by setting goals and then developing an action plan to work towards those goals and anticipating a positive outcome. Anticipation is free and it's available to everyone, everywhere, all the time. Use it to your advantage. Set those goals. So like the quote, which one I looked up with the anticipation with the wisdom. Yeah. 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 Um, One. And for some reason, when we, when you were going through the whole talk, I was, and I I was writing down my own notes Mm -hmm. Um, with anticipation. There's also dangers of anticipation. No, tell me how. So I will. This is why I, I was like, like all right, right, cool. I, I, cause I feel like I have to, it. cause I'm someone that anticipates everything. I love it. Like yeah. I love the anticipation cause it causes you to dream. It causes you to look like, all right, this is where it's going to be in 10 years. Yep. Awesome. But I also believe that if you're anticipating too much, you miss on the current opportunities that are presented right in front of you because you're so focused on the five, the two to five to 10 year, or even month that an opportunity that might be so present right now gets swept under mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. again i'm probably looking i'm thinking of it that way where it's like what are what could be the dangers of anticipating too much so mm-hmm. my question would be right always shoot for the stars always shoot oh, yeah. shoot for the long haul always anticipate the best never anticipate the negative but in situations like that where i feel like there's got to be a sense of a level-headedness where it kind of meets in the middle where it's always good to anticipate it's always good to focus like here's the five goal five-year goal 10-year goal 20-year goal 25-year goal but you need to also step back and be open to receiving the other opportunities there because who knows if those opportunities are going to help you get to your goal quicker. Am okay. I making sense there? A little bit. I mean, but what I'm, what I'm saying about anticipation, like your life's end point is not a straight line. All right. Mm-hmm. If you set a goal, you're not going to go on a straight line right to that goal. There's twists, there's turns. And what I say is our goal in life is, is, is to come up with, you know, why was I put on this earth? What are my gifts? What are my dreams? And how do I align my gifts, and my dreams to use my time to achieve my, my, my goals in life, right? Okay, so we got the end goal. But when we set out, just like when a plane takes off to fly to Chicago, it has an exact route that it wants to be on. But the wind will blow, it'll get off track a little bit, but it'll just kind of slowly get back on track. And then things will happen, it'll get back off track, it'll get back on track. But a lot of times in, what happens is when people set out towards their goal, the wind blows a little bit and they just turn around, they land. And then they sit there. Hmm. That's... And, it, and that, that's a killer of anticipation because now all of a sudden it's like, well, the goal I was, I was heading towards, it, I didn't quite get there in the line that I was going to get there. Now I got to go on these twists and turns and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to land and I'm going to reevaluate everything. The only thing we should be thinking about is what's next. I tell people, you don't need to figure out your entire life because throughout your life, your answers will change. We've talked about this before. You know, what's right for you today won't be right for you 10 years from now. And you're not the same person you are today as you will be in 10 years. You know, age exaggerates everything in our life. This is why I say, (laughs) pour some good stuff into you. Because whatever you are today, whatever you're pouring in 10 years from now, age is going to exaggerate all that, right? So, you know, we want to figure out what's the next step to get to my goal. And if if we're living like that, now all of a sudden we're going, all right, the next step wasn't in a straight line towards my goal. Now I, I went sideways a little bit. And then I went sideways again. But the next, the next time I see my step towards the, my end goal, I go in that direction. And it might be off on a tangent, and then it goes back this way, back this way. But I would say the goal in life isn't to go, all right, 
I want to achieve this giant goal out there within the next year. I mean, I, I believe in having big goals, but you should have little ones along the way, little wins that keeps you motivated. I mean, I, yeah, like I, realistic. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, think I, realistic. I mean, giant goals are important, but you can demotivate a person by saying, all right, so your, your goal right now is to, you're going to be in the next Olympics in, uh, in, 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 uh, in, in racquetball. You don't play racquetball very much. So if you set a goal, like I'm going to be in the Olymp next Olympics racquetball tournament, you'd probably feel pretty down. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like it, it would let you down pretty hard. So, An I mean, abrasive I, reality check. Right, yeah. So mm -hmm. I mean, I'm with you on this stuff, Ralph. I mean, but I, I look at like, I, you, you get what you're focused on in this life. If I focus on my losses, I'm just going to get more losses. If I focus on my wins, I get more wins. This is the way it works. Good or bad, you get your focus. Whatever it is. The best example of this is a young, young person growing up going, I'm not going to be like my dad. I'm not going to be like my mom. I'm not going to be like this. And they grow up, they're exactly like them because they got their focus. Whatever you focus on, good or bad, that is what you're getting because that's your focus. That's an interesting point, right? Because you can't think in the negative. You say that right. all the time. So it's like, if I'm not going to be like this, then you're clearly focused you are, you on the wrong like things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you, hear, you ever hear me say, they say this sentence, don't try to figure out what you're going to do with your entire life. As, as a whole, have, have a destination, have a, have a, have a dream that's where you're, where you're heading to, but know that your destination probably will change throughout your life. It just does be flexible, you know, like with, with, with this. I mean, I, I've, like I said, on my board, I've written goals, erased them and forgot about them because like the, my life changed. Wow. It, it went a different direction because my children now go to school in Quakertown. So guess what? It changed Randy's life. That's okay. Rewrite my goals. I want to reinvent myself as, you know, I had to say the world is changing around us. No one can stop the rate of change. The closer it gets to your human heart, to, to the heart, the, <laughs> in other words, the world's changing and you need to morph yourself based upon the change around you. Mm -hmm. Makes sense, right? So if, if the world changes around me and I'm not, I'm not adapting to it, I'm becoming obsolete, you know? So yeah, I might set a goal that my goal, my goal is to um, take the kids skiing every day. I had a goal of that. I want to take them skiing every day. Well, the, the first day they went to school down in Quakertown, the last day we went skiing every day. Yeah, I was going to say that. Right. We erased it. You couldn't possibly do it because now we're on the road driving. So you rewrite your goals. But there's two things, Ralph. I say this. Throughout our lives, if we're just two things, think of being salt and think of being light. Everything you put salt on has the potential to make it better, right? And everything that like gets shined on makes everything brighter. So if everywhere we go, we make everything better and brighter, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. And what happens is, there are so many seeds of potential within an individual that you may set a goal for yourself that you think is the highest and best use of your life. You know how they talk about land use? What's the highest and best use of that land? Mm -hmm. Well, what's the highest and best use of you throughout your life? And then you may set out on this thinking, this is the highest and best use for my life. And then all of a sudden realize, oh my gosh, I didn't realize there's this other seed of greatness within me. And I have this extreme understanding of, I want to do this with my life now. Rewrite the goal. Go that direction. I would say the goal in life is to pursue all of our dreams with all of our imagination. And when you're doing that, your imagination can take you anywhere. Mm. But the goal is to have a goal so you can have anticipation to get to that goal. It's okay to set a goal and go, it just doesn't, I don't, I don't care anymore about that. I want to set a different goal. But if you live a life where you don't have any goals, you're not going to hit anything. It's just that simple. And you won't anticipate anything. I mean, like I said in this talk, if I ever talk to someone, they go, I feel down, I feel depressed. You know, what were your childhood dreams? What were you dreaming about when you were eight? Yeah. And all of a sudden they go, oh my God, yeah. I go, are you living that today? A lot of times they go, not even close. I haven't even thought about it in 30 years. 
well, of course you feel down. Like <laughs> you're not doing what your life's purpose is for. And it's just that it's, I find it that simple. Yeah. That's a very, the anticipation and it's, it's true. Cause that, that's what kind of ignites me, right? Like keeps moving forward on that idea of like, here's where you're at. We know the 25 year goal is like of this. So like, what are we going to do to get there? Right. But with the anticipation comes all the name. Like, you know what I mean? That's right. what like the right. anxiety, right? Fear of the future. So yeah. as someone that has that level of like, oh, like what's going to happen? It's like, mm-hmm. you never know, but you mm-hmm. can't control the, the future. Mm-hmm. What you do right now controls the future. Yeah. So it's a real grounding, like, okay, if this is your goal, focus on the goal. What are you going to do to achieve that goal? You take it day by day, step at a time mm-hmm. without, right? You're like living in the moment. Like what can you do and control in this moment? You, not in three weeks, but what you do right now could potentially yeah. result. Give this moment your best shot. Exactly. Right. Every, and that's, right. that's right here one in this thing. podcast, Ralph, I am being the best version of Randy I can be. Yeah. I want to give them the, my very best. Yeah. And that's what I say to everyone. Give, give the world your best every minute all the time because everything you do is like, your, it's like your signature's on it. I had a conversation with some young men at the winery about picking up rocks, you know, and we're, we're, we're just shoveling rocks into a wheelbarrow. And I, I go, if, 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 if you don't get all the rocks, know that your signature is on that pile. And that's the quality of your work. Do you want the world to go, well, you know, that's the quality of a, let me pick a name that doesn't work there. You know, Mike, there's no Mike's at the winery. You know, that's the, that's the signature of Mike's mark work right there. And I, and I say to him, if you can't put rocks in a bucket, where's the proof you can do anything. So do do the little jobs great so you can get upgraded the bigger jobs. Yeah, you never know who's watching either. Right. Because right, if you can do that. the littlest things, then, exactly. the, then we yeah. can give you the big things. Yeah. The whole point of this, Rob, is that people are born with gifts and potential, and then they have the seeds of greatness to pursue it. And when you're doing that, you're going to have the anticipation of, of your life unraveling in the most brilliant, fantastic way possible, right? Mm-hmm. You agree with that. I think everyone mm-hmm. would agree with that, right? Absolutely. No one would go, no, nah, that's not true. People don't have gifts. Of course people have gifts, right? Years and years ago, I heard, I'm not even gonna remember the whole thing, but I heard some analogy of how the animals, you know, like the birds and the crocodiles and, you know, the deer, um, the rabbits, they, 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 they decided that they're going to develop a college and it was the college of animals. I'm not going to get this out right, but I I might get the point across. (laughs) It was the college of animals. Right. And what they did was they, they had, they had a, a, a class on running. They had a class on flying. They had a class on swimming. They had a class on, you know, pecking holes in a tree. And then, and what happened was they wanted all the animals to become good at all these different tasks. So they, they brought the duck in and the duck just absolutely rocked the swimming part of it all. But then the duck completely failed the flying part. And then they got the squirrel came in there and the squirrel was really good at preparing for the winter by collecting all the nuts. But the squirrel was so afraid of the water that it failed swimming. So the squirrel ended up getting a C in, in college. And then the eagle, the eagle was the problem child because the eagle come in there and the eagle could soar above everyone else, but it couldn't do anything else. It couldn't swim. It couldn't dig in the dirt. It couldn't do any of this stuff. So the eagle ended up failing the whole thing. And the point of the whole story is that the animals weren't designed to do the same thing. An eagle should do what an eagle's supposed to do. The rabbits do it should, should run like a rabbit should run. A squirrel should do what a rabbit should do. And we as people should do what we're born here to do. And if we are not doing that, we're going to be like an eagle trying to swim. Yeah. Right. Do you ever feel, and I don't want to take this on too much longer, but for those that are listening to, because I experienced that for the longest time, I would feel in mm-hmm. regards to like, I didn't know what I wanted. I had no mm-hmm. idea. I always had an idea of what I wanted, which was always something film media wise when mm-hmm. I was a kid. And then when you grow up, it's like, I don't know. So then I went to school, failed out of two colleges, had to join the military to whip my, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just the whole sure. elaborate thing only to end up going out to California, doing everything for the time period that I was out there, winning the awards, filming everything to go. I should have just done this 
Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I should have just did this six years ago well, when I originally was like, hey, should mm-hmm. I go for it? And I didn't do it. So for people that don't, but there's some people that don't know, like my little sister's experiencing this right now. She mm-hmm. she thinks she wants to do this, so she's going to do it. But then the decisions that she's making, there's it's monetary. There's it a lot of- It sends you down a path. It sends yeah. you down a path. So it's like, hey, if I'm going to commit to this, then I have to. What happens midway when you're like, ah, oh, son of a gun, I made the wrong decision. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been trying to explain like, hey, leave the monetary figure out of it. If someone came up to you and said, hey, we'll do this for free, like come in, doesn't cost, do it. Do you mm-hmm. want to do it? And if the answer is yes, okay, then mm-hmm. you should probably do it. If the answer is, well, no, I don't want to. Okay. So then you know the answer because mm-hmm. if it's, if you remove money from the situation, that's where it is. And I think that's where that anticipation comes in. I think mm-hmm. I want to, I don't know if I want to, but I really see the end goal, whether it be nursing, doctor or this, but how do I get there? Mm-hmm. People are focused on the five, 10, 15 years. And it's like, well, right now, make the decision now to get to that 15 years because you mm-hmm. never know where you're going to mm-hmm. end up. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. All the young people that are trying to figure out what to do with their life. I mean, that's I'm still trying to figure out what to do with my life. We all are, right? You heard so, it here. Right. We all are. Everyone, everyone, everyone is. <laughs> you heard you know, it here. Like, like I'm, I'm always re- reinventing, right? And I think everyone should should do that because the answers change throughout life, right? I would always, I would say to them, just do everything. If you're not sure what to do, just do everything. And what happens is when you do everything, it's, it slowly becomes clear of like, well, I, I, I may be interested in being a nurse or being a, a dental assistant or being a studio producer. Do it all. Do everything. And then you'll realize, oh, this is what I like, what I don't like. Yeah. You know, and, and I would give a young person this advice. If you go to work somewhere and you're there for like two years and you're wondering, is this the right spot for me? And then you walk up to, your, to the company you're working for going, hey, guys, I, I know I've been here for two years. And I know you've, you've poured a lot of effort and energy into training me, but I'm going to quit. Wouldn't wouldn't they rather have had you quit a week into it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So do that favor for yourself too. Yeah, move on fast. You know, like if you're if you're somewhere, it goes this isn't good for me. Don't think well. They're depending on me. They're counting on me. If you don't think it's the right thing, let let them down now. Like do it now before they invest in you for years, and then you got to let them down, and you've wasted two years of your life. Do it fast. And if you won't do it for you, do it for them because everyone wants the same thing in the end. I tell people at Blue Ridge, no one needs to ever come to work that doesn't want to come to work, ever. That's a good point because I see I see it from both sides, right? Mm-hmm. Like now being a W two, and again, this I, I know we got on some like crazy rant. I don't know how we ended up here from the anticipation topic up mm-hmm. to here, but seeing it from a W two side, now seeing it as a business owner side, it's true. It's like, hey, listen, like I. I want to give from a business side. I'm like, dude, I want to give you guys everything. I want you to do it. If you want to do it, awesome. Like, let's do it. Like, let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. But I can't, for, like, I can't force you to do it. Sure, if you want to leverage the money aspect, do whatever you got to do. But it's like, if you don't want to be here, don't make my life harder as a business owner. Mm-hmm. Just tell me, and mm-hmm. I go, okay, I appreciate it. Let's shake hands. There's no hard feelings. There's no, I don't hate you. There's no animosity. It's like, no, like, it's just, it's, it's time. Mm-hmm. But it's, hey, like, it is what it is. Totally understand. It's not fit for you. Let's just leave. It's the people or the employees that stay around for the 20, 30 years that resent or hate right. everything about right. it. Right. And then at the end of the 40 years, it's like, oh, I hated my whole job this whole time. And then from a business side, you go, how on right. earth am I supposed to know this? Right. When exactly. did you ever, right. don't, when did you bring right. it up? Now right. we part ways. We don't like each other for whatever frustrated. weird right. reason. And you're frustrated. Right. When we could have had the conversation 20 years ago right. Right. and you could have been like, if this doesn't change, I'm gone. And I go, totally understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I kind of see it now from both sides where yep. it's like, hey, honesty and open communication are the most important parts in life. We're back to telling the truth. Back to telling the truth. Back to telling the yeah. truth, right? 
You know, it's that's happened to me in, in this instance where it, it, I, I'm very careful to not let it happen anymore. But in the past, years ago, people would do things for me. You know, it may be my family members. They would do things for me. And and I'm just like, sure, yeah, let's do this, let's do this together. You know, and I'm thinking we're just working together. I see where this is kind of where I'm going. They expect something in return. I'm going into debt to them. Yeah. I didn't realize I was going, I'm going into debt to them. Yeah. I didn't ask to do it, but in their mind, I'm 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 going into debt. And then some conversation happens later where they're like, Well, you owe me. I'm like, based upon what? Yeah. Like, well, remember all I did for you? I'm like, I didn't know I was going into debt to you. We should never do that to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we just shouldn't be doing that. You know, and what that is, is not telling the truth, not saying it out loud, you know, so from the beginning, right, right from, from the beginning. beginning. Right. Exactly. Right. I mean, it's right. And this is why if you, if it's a young person, you're in a job and you think it might not be the best job for you, have a conversation with your employer, with, with your boss, who you're working with. Say, guys, I, I love you. I want the best for you. And I want the best for me. And I want the best for this organization, our customers and everyone. But I want to tell you, I may not be the perfect fit here. And they might go, we see that too. You know, there's a guy named Matthew that, you know, Matthew, right? Work with Matthew. So Matthew, Matthew was at Blue Ridge for two weeks. Matthew is a shining rock star, like a, like a rocket, right? Two weeks into working there, we go out on the field and go, how's it going, Matthew? He goes, not good. I go, I know. You know? And he, he goes, yeah, I'm kind of bored, man. I go, I, I get it. You outgrew us in two weeks. He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm dying here. Imagine if we waited three, three years, years to have that conversation. Jesus. Get there fast, right? Get to the conversation fast. And they, instantly we pivoted. The guy started a medical supply company. His life went on a new direction. But imagine we let that linger. Imagine if he didn't feel comfortable enough with me to go, hey, Randy, I don't, I don't think this is working out. Or imagine if, if I didn't care enough to go, hey, I don't think this is working out. We got it. We got to tell the truth mm-hmm. all the time. And when we do that, wow, anything's possible. You know, in, in the last lecture, I keep going back there. Randy Pouch, he, he, goes, he goes, the dreams will come to you if you live your life the right way. That's the truth. And part of it is just saying it the way it is. Tell the truth all the time, especially to yourself. What do you like? What do you don't like? You know, and if, if you get it, if you're, if a lot of people are working for the money, I tell everyone, when you get that paycheck, go, is it worth my dream? Look at that number. Is it worth my dream? And if it is, great. You know what I mean? That's all good. Because they might go, this is worth my dream now. Because I agree, there are life situations, in other words, where if I was in a spot, where I had a full-time job and I had a wife and I had a baby and my full-time job is taking care of my family, I would not drop that. Yeah, your decisions. My responsibility is mm-hmm. to my family. But what I would do is in any second that I have available, I would start building something brand new in my life. Yeah. So one day I could step away from this and step into my life. Right? That makes sense. Right, it does, yeah. Thank you, Randy. Love y'all.